0: It's about being responsibly armed. So load and make ready. This is Rapid Fire. Hello, everybody. This is Toby Leary. I'm your host of Rapid Fire. You're listening to our weekly radio broadcast on WXDK 95.1, or you're following along online on all of our social media channels uh, or on the iHeartRadio app. So we're glad you're with us, and we talk all things second amendment week to week we're today being sponsored by vortex optics so we're really happy about that glad to have them on board and they are a phenomenal optics company so join us every week um, if you're not signed up to uh, get the alert so when we're going to go live go to our website capegunworks.com and click on rapid fire once you click on that, you fill out the form and you'll get notified anytime we're going to go live and record one of these. Because we want you to be a part of the conversation. So we're really happy you're here. It's been a busy week at Cape Gunworks. We've seen a little bit of a surge in buying activity and you know people purchasing guns and ammo based on you know probably the gun control legislation that passed the House and is headed for the Senate. So I'm hoping that... It is going to the Senate to die a, a death that it should. Um, and hopefully our politicians in the Senate right now with that 50/50 split, I think they are gonna have a hard time getting to a 60 vote majority, but you never know. I mean, there was it was a pretty strong party line vote on, in the House and seven Republicans jumped ship and voted to, you know, enact gun control. And one of the bills is ending private transfers. They call it the gun control loophole uh, or the gun show loophole, I should say. So hopefully, uh, you know, that will go to the Senate to die as well. Um, obviously, if any of them pass the Senate, I think it's a formality as to whether or not it'll get signed into, into uh, uh a bill or into law obviously it'll be challenged over time in the court system which frankly none of us have enough life left in us for letting the courts deal with these things we got to see them die before they see the light of day and uh, this is a sad testament to where we are in this country at this time when a politician can raise their right hand put their hand on the Bible and promise to faithfully and dutifully uphold the Constitution and then walk into the chambers and cast a vote to change the constitutional rights that we are born with. It's ridiculous. It is unbelievable and they should be impeached on the spot for being willing to violate our constitutional rights so recklessly and so arbitrarily um, you know catering to special interests or whatever it is maybe they just don't like guns I don't care what it is but the point is they they do it and they do it all the time and without giving a second thought because they know there's no action that can be taken against them if they come from a well entrenched you know place like massachusetts we all know the keatings of the world or the warrens of the world or the uh, you know the the life politicians that go to washington to build their careers um, are not going to be pressed with getting voted out of office when they come home to campaign unfortunately and that's something that is sad you know to see but hopefully uh hopefully they they go where they should go. where all bad bills go to die. That's my hope and i I really think that they have a hard time in the Senate with needing to get an extra ten republicans to to vote for in favor of this gun control uh but you never know, man, this has been a crazy year, so let's let, leave anything to chance. Let's hopefully see it go down in flames. And there's always the Joe Manchins of the world, which are, you know, kind of blue dog Democrats from, uh, you know, the Rust Belt that obviously have a, you know, strong following of Second Amendment loving people. And, you know, I'm sure he's not exactly going to sign on to most of this gun control legislation, but you never know. Um, I missed Zell Miller. If you guys remember Zell Miller. Uh, He was a hand grenade, but he actually was a lifelong Democrat that spoke at the Republican National Convention, which was (laughs) pretty interesting when you think about it. And he called out the members of his party that wanted to see, you know, this country fundamentally rewritten. How many have heard of that? And now I don't usually get political on the show, but frankly, I'm forced into it at this point when it comes to gun control being voted on by party lines and it does not have bipartisan support and it is in in some of them in some of the democrats minds hopefully going to be rammed down america's throat and so i think that's been the uptick and the surge of gun sales here at the shop this week and uh it's at a good time for inventory for once in the last year i can honestly say we have a lot of inventory in stock a lot and people have been traveling down from all over cape cod and all over the state you know from worcester and north shore and all that and been coming down and saying hey it's my first time at cape gun works this place is amazing and i'm like well you know you're just happen to hit it on a good day (laughs) good day we have some inventory but in the last year it's been really tough um so yeah but we're really glad to see what we have seen we've got some stock from FN, finally, the 509 Tacticals, the, five, uh, the FNX45 Tacticals have come in. The 503s, they're single stack. We have the 5.7 in stock. I've, I've said that all of, I don't know, half dozen times in the past six years. So that's pretty cool. I also have a bunch of PS90s in stock have some scar 20s so yeah we're pretty happy with what we have from uh from fn right now we also have some uh smith and wesson revolvers we have a decent selection of those uh we have the canics we got a good selection of canic tp9s in stock uh so come check those out and we got some unicorns to drop we got some hkvp9s We got the gray grip one, which I haven't seen in years. And I also got the tactical version. So it's cut for red dot optic, threaded barrel, and um, has some really nice sights by excess sights on it. And yeah, it's a pretty cool, pretty cool gun. So I'm pretty happy with the selection we have in stock right at the moment. We've even seen some Rugers trickling in, some uh, Ruger American Compact 45s. Uh, some Ruger Wrangler pistols uh, what else we get SR not the SR9 what do they call it the EC9S uh, 9mm so yeah and PD Tactics is reminding me don't forget Black Rifle Coffee not to mention Black Rifle Coffee if you're sick of all those commie coffee con- uh, companies come on down to Cape Gun Works. we brew it and it's delicious it is wonderful uh so yeah, we're happy to have Black Rifle Coffee here at the sh- at the shop and it is good stuff and it goes to good causes. The a portion of the proceeds goes to uh support veterans causes and whatnot, which is always near and dear to our hearts. So, let's get to some of your questions. Uh Davy said he loved the inventory email today cuz if you're not on our subscription list, you got to get subscribed. Because we sent out the email blast today with all of the um, all of the guns we have in stock. Now, of course, it changes from day to day, so it was current as of like two days ago. And uh, so we'll keep doing that. We're also doing more on Northeast Shooters. So if you're not a member of that forum, you should jump on there and check it out. A lot of good stuff on there. So, all right. Thanks for tuning in so far. We're gonna be uh, back after this. And just remember, we have a regularly scheduled LTC classes with live fire options and classes for couples and ladies only. So book them at capegunworks.com forward slash classes. We'll be right back. This is Rapid Fire. I'm Toby Leary.
1: This is the First Focal Plane Diamondback Tactical. At the intersection of precision and value, the Diamondback Tactical First Focal Plane Rifle Scopes deliver an impressive array of features and performance. The XD optical system and fully multi-coated lenses transmit a crisp, bright sight picture. The First Focal Plane glass-etched reticle keeps subtentions accurate throughout the 4X zoom range. Exposed tactical turrets and a side parallax knob give shooters the tools needed for long distance precision shooting. The single piece 30 millimeter tube is ruggedly built to withstand recoil and impacts. Strong O-ring seals and nitrogen purging guarantee waterproof and fog-proof performance. Purpose built to extend your effective range and stretch your dollar, the Diamondback Tactical comes equipped with the features you need at an unbelievable price. And it's covered for life by the Vortex VIP Warranty.
0: Welcome back. This is Toby Leary. You're listening to Rapid Fire and join us every Saturday at 7 p.m. on 95.1 WXDK or streaming on the iHeartRadio app or go to our website, click on CapeGunWorks.com and click on Rapid Fire and we'll let you know when we're going to record. Um, This segment of the show is sponsored by Hornaday and their SnapSafe line of personal gun safes and vaults. They're awesome. So you want to check them out. Uh, we, we sell a ton of them at our shop. They have lock boxes that are keyed locks or combination locks. And they're great for locking your uh, firearm in the vehicle when you have to you know, go into work or to the gym or to the store or whatever. Uh, or just securing them at home. It's You got to be secure and safe and responsible with your firearm. That's our number one... That's our number one safety concern with firearms is making sure that they don't fall into the wrong hands. So Hornaday will help you accomplish that goal. So Macman heard that the Congressman uh, Richard Hudson introduced a national reciprocity bill in January, and that would be great. Yeah, I've seen some chatter about that as well. I'm hoping that would be something that could happen because I'd love to see that. National reciprocity makes a whole lot of sense. It's like a driver's license. If you can get a driver's license in the state of Massachusetts, it's obviously valid in all other states and in some cases around the world. So, um, for the Se- Second Amendment, we should definitely be able to take our guns if we're duly licensed in our home state abroad in the rest of the country. But that has a lot of work to do to get through that. So, um let's see uh matt is calling in for a vp9 tack now do it matt do it we have a maybe one left so i would i would say do it and andy's wondering if we ever get any ruger mark IV lights and we do but i haven't seen those in a while they're awesome guns i love them i would have a shelf full of them if i could get them pretty regularly And I am one of the preferred dealers for Ruger, so I'm hoping that'll carry some weight, you know, and hold some water here soon. But uh, we haven't seen those come through in a while, but hopefully we will. Uh, Regarding reciprocity, if you have out-of-state licenses, I wonder how that would play out. So right now there's like 30 states that play ball and play well together. If you've heard of the Utah non-resident license or the Florida non-resident license, those states have reciprocity agreements with about 30 other states and so if you have the Utah non-resident, you can't carry in Florida but if you have the Florida non-resident license, you can carry in most of all the other states that uh, the Utah license offers so for those of us who like go up and down to Florida, you know the Utah might not be your best choice I would say get the Florida non-resident and Just as a reminder, you can get the Florida non-resident license by taking any of the USCCA classes we offer, the Concealed Carry and Home Defense, and uh, you can get that Florida non-resident license as well as the Connecticut non-resident license. So if you want to get signed up for one of those classes, go over to capegunworks.com forward slash classes and check the schedule. So that would be a good way to get that and they do have some reciprocity now there's different rules in place you still got to know the state laws that you're traveling to and that's you know some of the nuance of it it's not just blanket you know however it is in whatever state you're licensed in is going to be the same in all 30 states you gotta learn the little nuances but anyway alright let's check out some of these questions on YouTube uh, Lee is wondering if the m 1522 is mass approved firearms list it doesn't have to be because it's a uh long gun they don't necessarily make a list other than the large capacity roster which they haven't updated since 2015 so yeah if it's not on that large capacity roster you're pretty good as long as it isn't one of the enumerated assault weapon guns so that gun doesn't need to be we sell a ton of MP and 15 22s and i know we had two in stock today i don't know if they're still there but um, Jason wants to know the the $700 question here uh, when is ammo coming back or the million-dollar question I should say I don't know Jason it's probably gonna be another year at least um, Justin is the first one to get the shield plus question in Uh M&P shield plus mass compliant question mark so it is not mass compliant yet but I have a sneaky suspicion It'll be on the next list because they already have a mass skew for the gun. They won't ship it to me yet, but they have a mass skew. But guess what? If you come to Cape Gunworks, you can shoot the new Shield Plus on our range because we have a demo gun. So check that out. It is a really cool gun. They finally got their act together and really stepped up to the plate because the... What do you call it? Um... The All the other companies out there like Taurus, G3 Compact, and SIG 365, and the Hellcat all have these 10-round gu- guns. And Shield was kind of in limbo. They were still stuck with that 7 or 8-round in the 9 millimeter, and they finally just updated the gun. And honestly, a Free State version of it is a 13-round magazine. It's not much bigger than the actual current shield so i think it's going to probably replace it i don't know maybe not but certainly it'll be a hot seller uh they did a really good job with the size of the grip and the size of the mag um and it seems like the exact same slide although i don't know if it is but it's a it's a pretty hot little gun i checked it out yesterday for the first time and it was pretty awesome so you're going to want to come down and shoot that i bet it it shoots great I haven't got a chance to shoot it yet but it has the uh, flat face trigger on it which is really well done has a beautiful little trigger break obviously the mass compliant version will be the 10 10 pound trigger but it'll still have that flat face trigger so yeah and they're making it in all the configurations the performance center the you know 4 inch slide the red dot sight, and all that so they were smart to roll that out when they did. Smith has been doing a lot of good stuff, plus they've been regularly shipping in the last year, unlike a lot of the other companies out there. uh, the surge of anti gun bills will not lighten up. Shane says this the misinformation being peddled by the press and politicians is astounding. yeah, and I gotta admit I'm kind of out of that loop. I very rarely listen to mainstream media anymore. And I'm sure it's just a pounding of the hammer on the anvil every day. And they say, depends who you listen to, they say that the majority of Americans want stricter gun control and want to end and close that gun show loophole, which I think is crazy. I don't think if people were explained what the gun show loophole really is. And all that means is, you know, I'm a duly licensed person. I can legally own a gun. And my buddy over here can legally own a gun. If he lives in another state, he doesn't even need another license, but he's allowed to own that gun. And we can meet at my house on a Friday night, watch the game, and I can do a sale to him. And in Massachusetts, you go through the gun, uh, uh, the gun portal, if you will, the Massachusetts uh, gun registration portal. It's called the EFA10. If you just Google E as an echo. F is in Frank, A is an apple and 1010 one just google that you'll come right to the Massachusetts gun transaction portal and two people who are duly licensed and can legally own guns can sell a gun to each other. Like why do you have to get a gun shop involved in order to do that? You're both already vetted three different ways and you just sell a gun to your buddy and that's the way it should be. That's called America, freedom. But they say, oh, it's the gun control loophole. We don't want guns walking out of the gun show without background, vigorous background checks. And, you know, and again, most of the time it's Joe wants to sell his uncle his shotgun so he can go hunt. Or, you know, in this case, sometimes on you meet someone on arms list and they meet in the Walmart parking lot and they have a Internet connection. They can both print to a PDF and email each other the receipt after they've registered the gun and the transaction has taken place. It seems like a very simple process to me. I don't know why, even in Massachusetts, every year bills are introduced to close the gun control loophole. And basically it's just private transfer. So if you're at a gun show, by the way, and you buy a gun from a licensed gun dealer, there is a background check. There's no loophole. You're doing a background check, okay? There's no way you're walking out of that gun show without a background check. All they're trying to do is end person to person or private sales between two law abiding citizens, which is just more evidence of tyranny. So we gotta work on that. We gotta do better at the local and state level and, you know, get involved and make our voices heard and put on a good face of safe and responsible gun ownership in the communities and change and win the hearts and minds of people. That's the only way this this comes to a bitter end uh, and makes gun control go away for good, as it should. So, we'll get back to talking more about the the second class right as a gun-owning citizen. You have your, your gun rights are second to all the other ones, according to politicians and how they think and how they feel. So stay tuned. We'll be right back after this break. You're listening to Rapid Fire. I'm Toby Litter.
2: Made in America since 1949. Family owned and operated legendary performance. This is Hornady.
1: May your tag of a lifetime finally come through. May the snow pile up and the elk come down. May your socks always stay dry. May the herd bull finally break from the herd. And may your aim always stay true. Welcome to the next level. Welcome to the
2: Vortex. SnapSafe, featuring a pry resistant 316th inch solid steel door, 2300 degree Fahrenheit one hour fire shield protection, and a lifetime warranty. SnapSafe, a modular safe with welded safe security.
0: Alright, welcome back. You're listening to Rapid Fire and this is Toby Leary. I'm your host. Join us every week on 95.1 WXTK or online at CapeGunworks.com. Click on Rapid Fire or on the iHeart Radio app. You can stream along and hopefully we'll be on there as like a podcast version. You can always listen to archive shows as well on our website. So tune into that. If you're not signed up, get signed up. And this break was brought to you by vault Tech. We sell a ton of vault Tech safes. They are awesome. They have some great biometric options, some nice portable safes, and also some home safes that will Bluetooth to your phone and let you know if someone's tampering with it. So I'm really excited. We have our frequent flyer here on the show and a good friend of Cape Gunworks and one of our favorite Second Amendment attorneys in the state, Keith Langer, on the phone. So let's go to Keith. Keith, how are you today?
3: Not bad, sir, but you sound a tad hoarse. Take care of that throat.
0: <laughs> I am a little hoarse today, no doubt about it. So,
3: <laughs> What's happening? Well, I just wanted to expand upon your correct comments regarding the imaginary gun show loophole, because first and foremost, it acts as if guns can only be sold at a gun show. We both know that's an utter fraud. We see uh, guns sold all the time through online postings, and it's all perfectly legal so long as it's done in-state with both uh, parties having a the appropriate firearms license, be it an LTC or an FID card, and reported, as is easily done, through the EFA-10 portal. They stopped taking the paper forms, I think, two days ago. Oh, but really? The, yep. I, I have a stack of them as souvenirs. If you want a souvenir FA-10... <laughs> real F A ten carbon triplicate forum, let me know. <laughs> but they but they make it sound as if the IRA and Antifa and the Proud Boys are all trolling around gun shows and buying stuff in parking mm. lots as if gun shows are somehow inherently evil. Right. Uh that's absurd. And I would note that in one of the numerous improvements made to the Firearms Records Bureau under Michaela Dunn's leadership, uh she I've seen her personally at the shows with staff uh, so that people can get their pins, you know, which you need to make the transaction. You know, everybody has their LTC or, or their FID card. Very often they don't have a pin, and without the pin, you can't do the deal because dealers cannot make a sale at a gun show unless they are wired in to the Merck system to record the transaction at the place of sale. Right. So, so when you go to a gun show, you'll see wiring everywhere, and all the dealers have their terminals. And at the front of the the uh, show, every time I've been to the one in Marlborough, Michaela and or some of her staff will be there to provide people with the pins so they can make their lawful transactions at those deadly, inherently evil gun shows.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, that's, um, I w- you know, it's funny we're kind of stuck with the system that we have right i mean i do i believe that massachusetts has overstepped our rights yes i do Obviously. by requiring you know the the requirements that they do i will say the one kind of peaceful peace of mind advantage that we do have is with the person to person transfers i kind of like the fact that you can jump on that efa10 portal Type in my license number. Type in their license number, and it says the transaction's able to proceed. You know, so at least you know the guy isn't hasn't beat his wife over the weekend and is you know just left robbing three banks and he's on a you know bank robbing spree, and the police are looking for him. And you can do the transfer.
3: So for us, so as soon as the TRO is issued, it's put into the FRB system, and that guy's license is gone. Right. Right. Even before the police have come knocking on the door saying, hi, we're here for your guns and your license, the license has been negated, and he could not go to a dealer and buy a gun. He could not buy a gun privately, and the seller have it entered through the uh, EFA-10 portal. It would not accept it.
0: Correct, yeah. And I think that you know you bring up another good point, which is once that happens and somebody does try to buy a gun from a dealer, if they are now a prohibited person – they are supposed to be challenged right there on the spot, and technically they could be arrested in the parking lot if they do try to buy a gun as a prohibited person now, I know that doesn't happen, but it certainly could, according to the law. am I right about that well
3: technically, it would be a federal offense under the Lautenberg amendment right, and you you could get a t f intervention you know and but they're not busy chasing down all those morons who bought Glock switches off Wish.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah, Wish dot com is setting everyone minutes. up for a wonderfully successful future, right?
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I've I've dealt with two people who had that silly piece of aluminum.
0: Yeah. Right. Uh, now, now I don't know if you have any uh insider knowledge that you can, you know, bestow upon us about when the next uh approved weapons roster will hit the Hit the wires here.
3: Well, the most recent one was uh, the very beginning of November, which you will recall is when the Taurus G3C right. became legal here. Basically, it's a matter of critical mass. When they've got enough guns in the pipeline, it seems they they, being the Gun Control Advisory Board, uh, convene, review all the data from the very 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 few a- approved testing labs i think there are like two that massachusetts will deign to deal with uh and if it's approved by the lab the Cab generally has no issue uh, and they release the three puffs of smoke and the the new roster comes out but as to when your crystal ball is as foggy as mine
0: because oh, i've I keep hearing through the rumor mill that this gun has gone out for testing. This gun has gone out for testing. Then, you know, Smith and Wesson drops the new, uh, shield plus on us yesterday. And then all of a sudden we're, you know, got all these cool guns and they have a MA skew for it with the 10 and half pound trigger and a 10 round mag and all this stuff. And I'm like, Oh boy, it's gotta be, it's going to be like Christmas soon in Massachusetts. But, um, I look at the roster every day and, no, no love coming from the gun control advisory board or whoever the heck.
3: Well, it could also be that they're waiting to get the results from the lab.
0: Yeah, that's true.
3: Yep. So, you know, considering how few labs there are, and they really only deal with one, in my experience. I think that's where your real bottleneck is, not mm-hmm. Gcab. Mm-hmm. I will admit that trying to find out when Gcab actually convenes, when the literati meet and put on their hoods and file in and consider all the applications is difficult because even though it's a state board and should have the time and meeting of it and agenda of its meetings posted with the Zoom link, uh, I had to push to get the information for the November, well actually it was the October meeting that resulted in the November roster. But I did not get that information until maybe, maybe 24 hours before the meeting. Something like that should be posted well in advance of the meeting. Yeah. It's
0: sad that it's still done. It seems like it's still done as a shroud of secrecy and, like, the man behind the curtain. And, like, you know, no one – you're right. It should almost be a public forum. It should be, hey, these guns came up for discussion. They've all passed the test. This one didn't. So, we vote to approve. All in favor? Aye. You know, and it just kind of broadcast it on Zoom, whatever. You know, have a link on.
3: It's a state board, not mm. skull and bones. Right. What's the issue? Yeah. So,
0: it should be public. It should be, or at least, you know, the agenda. Like, give us a, give us a crumb to follow. But the the
3: time and date of meetings with a link to same and an agenda should be posted. I would think a week in advance.
0: Yeah, and you know what? This is this is very much how the state operates. They require laws be put in place, and then they put uh, provisions on those laws that they have to abide by. And then when they don't abide by them, what's the recourse? There is none,
3: you know. Well, it's it's very similar to the forty-day action period. for a police department to move on an application. Okay, the 40 days goes by. What's the penalty? Zip, nada, none. The only consequence is that on day 41, you can deem the application denied and file your petition for judicial review. But there is no penalty for an instructionistic licensing agency that sits on applications, or as we saw all last summer, just said, oh, there's a COVID crisis. We're not going to take applications. Mm.
0: Wonderful. All right. Well, thanks, Keith, so much for your sage advice. And we'll be right back after this. You're listening to Rapid Fire. I'm Toby Leary.
2: This is the Voltec VT-10i. It's your travel buddy, so it goes where you go. To your work, on the road or at the range. It's the smart and rugged safe built to protect, no matter what you trust it with. We've made sure every inch of your safe is built to the highest possible standards. Security is at the forefront of our thoughts, so no unwanted guest. The VT-10i provides multiple quick and simple access points, including high resolution biometrics, backlit numeric keys, key entry, and even your smartphone for remote access. The two-point anti-impact latches keep your safe strong. And Voltec lithium-ion battery charges in just 2.5 hours and lasts up to six months. So it won't let you down. There's a reason we're the number one rated biometric safe. Get yours at VoltecSafe.com and find us online at facebook.com slash All
0: right, welcome back everybody, this is Toby from Cape Gunworks you're listening to Rapid Fire on 95.1 WXDK or on the iHeartRadio app or on social media if you go to capegunworks.com forwards and click on rapid fire you can get signed up to listen to these broadcasts live as they happen and have your voice be heard speaking of which let's get to some of your questions here and this segment is brought to you by uh, vortex optics they do a phenomenal job and have such great optics i highly recommend you come in and check them out Uh, we have a great display and we can set up your pistol rifle or shotgun with superior optics so check them out at vortex.com as well. All right uh, Steven said he he loved getting the call from Nate letting him know that his 320 fire control unit was in so that's pretty cool we haven't seen too many of those lately we did just get a small batch and if you had one on special order you might be a happy camper. Along the lines of those 320 fire control units, we just got a batch of the Polymer 80 serialized lowers that are actually firearms. They're not the 80 percenters. They're not something you have to machine into a 100% gun. So I really recommend you guys check them out. I think we got the Glock 19 and the Glock 17 version. So if you live in this state, you don't have a cop buddy and you've always wanted a Glock, but you can't find one and you don't want a used one you could build your own so get the polymer 80 frame they're 149 bucks they're pretty sweet and then you can build it out however you want you can get a factory slide or you can get one of the zev custom slide or the gray ghost precisions or the you know there's tons of different brands out there that are making glock slides now even uh cmc is doing it we've got cmc barrels cmc triggers so you can make up a pretty nice glock with those polymer 80 lower kits and frankly i think they did a better job on the on the grip frame than glock does i know i probably just committed blasphemy to all the glock fanboys and hey i'm a glock guy myself i have several and i like them they're great but i think that uh you will you will uh, really enjoy the texture and the shape of those polymer 80s. I think they're a phenomenal uh, gun. I shot one in a match once and it worked flawless. They make complete guns now too, but of course they're not on the mass compliant roster. So whatever, you know, welcome to Afghanistan. But so Harry said, the store looks amazing, loaded, no pun intended. Display cases look great. I go in every other day just to see what is new. And you got to keep up with it because it's fast and furious. Harry, we got some uh, Benelli M4 tactical shotguns, which would have been, you know, just there's been a drought of. In fact, there was a point where I couldn't even order them because there was just they wouldn't take back orders. So I just got a bunch in and they're selling like crazy. If you call now, you might be able to secure one. Uh, But by the time of this broadcast, you might be out of luck unless some more come in um so harry also says the ruger max 9 optic ready for 499 will it be a 365 killer that's a good question will it it looks like a really nice gun and hopefully they make it mass compliant i'd love to sell those that'd be good uh chris just picked up the 509 tapti- tactical and it's great i like those a lot and jeff i'm doing great how are you bud um so uh, strappa says the email was like christmas and i tell you there's a lot of people that come in and say i just got the email and we're like well we just sent it 10 minutes ago and they're like i know and we saw that you have nine in stock or 22 or 380 or something like that and they they don't pass go they don't collect 200 dollars they go straight to cape gunworks and as they should and uh we put some uh, we make them happy because they, they respond quickly. So if you live off Cape or you're on the islands, call us and we can sometimes even squirrel some stuff away for you, You prepay for it. And we're definitely running out of room to hide stuff, but um, we'll do that as long as you promise not to leave it back there for a month. But if you're coming in in a few days or whatever and you just want to take advantage of it, so go ahead. Um, let's see. Uh, Mike got some of the VZ-58 mags that we had in like new condition. And I still have some VZ-58 mags. Uh, if, you got, if you're got, if you one of the lucky ones who got one of those VZ-58s. What's a VZ-58, you ask? It is the Czech version of an AK, even though it's not an AK. It looks like an AK. It's a radically different design, but it's pretty cool. And uh, we haven't been able to get them since. We had two or three batches come in, but... Haven't been able to get them since, so definitely want to check into those. Uh, but I have the pre band mags finally. Um, it seems like when you have the guns, you don't have the mags. When you have the mags, you don't have the guns. Or in the case of the 57 pistols or the PS90s, I have the guns, I don't have the ammo. So go figure. But the ammo thing will eventually be solved. It will eventually get caught up, and we're gonna we'll, we'll have to uh, you know sell you some when we get it. But. Uh, David's wondering, ammo question mark? The question everybody wants to know. Yep, it is. We're in it for a long haul, a long, miserable haul. But guess what? We had one of our first price reductions in ammunition. We had some of the Blazer aluminum case 9mm actually go down in price 5 bucks a box, which was wonderfully refreshing. So at the time of this broadcast, we might have some left. Give us a call and uh, we have a two box limit if you're a member a one box limit if you're a non-member but here's a cool little thing we did if you buy any non gunner ammo related item t-shirt black rifle coffee a cleaning kit stuff you're going to use anyway then you can get an extra box that's cool um, especially since usually for me to get ammo these days I have to bundle it with like 10 you know, pump shotguns or something to get a case of ammo. So it's you know, we're we're kind of continuing in that tradition, but not as punitively as our vendors make us do it. So that's that's a pretty cool thing. Speaking of some cool stuff, I almost have the complete kitchen set of K-bar tactical kitchen items. <laughs> we have these Tactical sporks, which we've always had, and they sell out like hotcakes at Christmas. Like people put them in stocking stuffers. They're awesome. It's a a tactical spork. And you pull the handle and out comes the knife. And then you can cut your steak and put it back in and use the spork. So it's a cool thing, especially if you know someone who is in the military. They'll get a good kick out of it because K-Bar makes the fighting knife for the U.S. military. And then we just got the K-Bar... Ice cream scooper, windshield scraper, and pizza cutter. So, you know, I'm going to do one of these... Uh, QVC commercials one of these days. Collect them all! You you know, How much would you expect to pay for this fine K-Bar set of kitchen utensils? It slices, it dices, it juliennes, it'll cut your pizza into 8 or 12 slices, it'll scoop your ice cream out with greatest efficiency, you know, and you're not going to pay $69.99. That's what you'd pay for at stores, and we'll do the countdown. I'll be the Ron Papil of the K-Bar kitchen set. So, I don't know. That kind of stupid stuff gets me excited. I I, I know it's kind of nerdy and geeky, but check it out. And if you buy one of those things, you can get an extra box of ammo. So, all right, I'll get off the selling horse here. Uh, Andy says, I've had very good look recently at Wally World with 800 range packs at 22. It seems like it may be slowly coming back. I certainly hope so, Andy. And you must be lucky to set, live near a Walmart that still sells ammo. Because most of <laughs> most of them around here have given up that fight. Maybe they still sell like 22 and you know i don't know 12 gauge slugs or something which would be great um get it while you can no matter where you can and we did just get some 22 in so that's cool um let's see um strap is wondering could there be any way for a private citizen or a big ffl like cape gunworks to propose a firearm for testing from that board or only the manufacturer it, you have to be the manufacturer Strapa, which we are manufacturers, and one of these days, I'm going to get out of my own way, and we're going to introduce a gun uh, for testing, I hope, so, um, but that's a long ways off, and uh, I don't even mean to tease that out, but it's one of those things, you know, when the marble rolls around in the brain, eventually it's going to fall out one of the openings in my head, and we're going to have something to propose and talk about so because it's always in there rolling around i want to do something like that especially for the mass market so um tj has some good advice he says all cape gunworks uh customers should contact their representatives state and uh senators and and reps and register their concerns about this gun control legislation that's coming up and i couldn't agree more one of the guys here uh, from Maine, he says, greetings from Maine, hope Maskets, it's gun laws in order, living up here is so different. Don't rub it in, all right, don't rub it in. Uh, and Andy says, I live on the New Hampshire line in Worcester County, so have access to a couple that still sell it, uh, oh, the Walmarts, yeah, only rifle and shotgun 22 and 22 Mac, yeah. Well, that's good that they're you're in rural or up on the, the line there, so. Um, yeah. It's a—it's uh, sad to see what happened. Walmart was probably the biggest supplier of ammunition in the country, and now it's just a skeleton of what it used to be. But anyway, we got it at Cape Gunworks, so there you have it. Alright, we'll be right back. You're listening to Rapid Fire. I'm Toby Leary, so listen to these sponsors coming up. This segment is brought to you by vault Tech and a new sponsor of the Rapid Fire Show, so check them out. Thanks so much.
2: Made in America since 1949. Family owned and operated. Legendary performance. This is Hornady.
1: May your tag of a lifetime finally come through. May the snow pile up and the elk come down. May your socks always stay dry. May the herd bull finally break from the herd. And may your aim always stay true. Welcome to the next level. Welcome
2: to the vortex. Snap safe. Featuring a pry resistant 316th inch solid steel door, 2300 degree Fahrenheit one hour fire shield protection, and a lifetime warranty. Snap Safe, a modular safe with welded safe security. All right, welcome back.
0: Toby Leary from Rapid Fire. Uh, join us every week at 7 p.m. on Saturday on WXDK 95.1. And on the iHeartRadio app and go to CapeGunworks.com, click on Rapid Fire. All right. So this is the last segment, I'm told. The fastest hour. (laughs) It's it's a quick hour. But sometimes if you're listening online, you can stay tuned after the show ends and we we answer a few more questions. Uh, So that'll, you know, another reason to join the show live. Um, Let's get to some more of your questions. Uh, Davey's wondering if we have any of the polymer 80 and 10 millimeter lowers the Glock 20 or 21 size and I believe we do they are the true polymer 80 kits that you'll have to finish and register it all on your own Um, you'll have to drill them out and whatnot they come with the kit there so we do have those they're same price 149 bucks and they come with the whole jig and everything to, to finish that out so Alan is saying I have sold many guns to mass LTC owners But I can only sell to an LTC carrier out of state and can I buy similarly from out of state from an LTC friend that's a great question Alan and no the answer is absolutely not you cannot do gun sales across state lines that violates you know that's that's how you become a gun runner so uh, you don't want to get jammed up on federal gun running charges what you want to do is just ship the gun to the local FFL They'll call them and say it's here. They can come in and do the background check and all that. So there is no private personal to person transfer of guns across state lines or handguns, especially. I don't know if long guns can be transferred across state lines. I know you can't do it into Massachusetts from out of state uh, because you need to have a license to carry in this state. And even if you have a non-resident license to carry in the state, I doubt you could still do a person-to-person transfer. The EFA-10 portal would tell you if you could. But when you have the non-resident LTC in this state, you can't even buy a box of ammo or a gun at the gun store, even if you are uh, own property here. So it's always best to get the resident license to carry if you own property here in Massachusetts. So make sure you do that. Um, Hey, Toby, the 2011 Staccato C2 compliant. I know some of the old STI models are, but since they have changed their name, I can't find much info. What you want to do, Clapper, is look on the uh, approved weapons roster website. Just Google, you know, mass approved weapons roster, and you'll see the formal target shooting roster. I'll try to drop it in the chat if I can, and it'll show you what is available and what isn't. So a lot of the guns like that 2011 is on the formal target shooting roster and it'll tell you exactly which models I don't think any of the staccatos are technically on there um, it's a new company that uh, you know bought out what was it was at STI I believe or SVI I'm not sure which I get confused between the two but so check that out uh, lieutenant Dan approves of dry socks Kegel is saying uh, well yeah you definitely want to get the darn tough socks those are the best and we sell them here at the shop, and I'm wearing them right now. Three years ago, I made it a New Year's resolution. I always wear darn tough socks, and I haven't broken that one yet. It's awesome. All you need is seven pairs, and you have a lifetime supply. Because if they wear out, you get a new pair. Um, so there you have it. Um, let's see. The Savage 110 Scout in 308, mass compliant. Absolutely. That's a bolt-action rifle, so you can... You can definitely get those, uh, Davy, no problem at all. Uh, Scout rifles are pretty cool. I like them a lot myself. And uh, Andy's saying, I need to move over the line to New Hampshire. That's for sure. You get none of the benefits of living in New Hampshire in all of the, all of the problems of living in mass, even though you can probably look over the line and see it. Andrew's wondering if I know when the Shield Plus will be available, and we already talked about that. I'm not sure. I hope soon and often, but you never know. And, uh, yeah, guys, check out some of the gun control legislation that's rolling around right now. Uh, contact your senators and your reps and also uh, the governor and, you know, call your your state reps and your uh, U.S. reps because urge them, you know, to, to vote against it. Hopefully they'll get an overwhelming amount of people. And I'm really happy about the expanded base of new gun owners and uh, especially in Massachusetts where, you know, there might be a lot of um, people who would not have traditionally been a gun owner. And now because of this last year, uh, they've, they've decided, hey, you know what? I need to protect myself or I want to at least have that option. So it's shining light onto a subject that they probably cared very little about in the past, you know, whereas most gun died in the wool gun people, it's probably one of the top two issues that they vote with. You know, I know some people that it's the number one issue um, on how they pick politicians, and that's not a bad thing because I have frankly have found that most people who are strongly in favor of the Second Amendment tend to be pretty squared away with most of the other issues I care about. Now, obviously, um, there's a whole new slew of gun owners in America that probably don't believe exactly like you, but that's okay. Or like me, that's okay. The second amendment is for everyone. And I hinted at a break prior to the break, a couple of segments ago, we'll be right back to talk about our second class, right? When we come back. And the truth of the matter is, I think it was Clarence Thomas who wrote it, a dissenting opinion on why they should hear some of the gun control Uh, cases that were brought to the Supreme Court last year. I think there were 10 cases proposed, and they decided to hear all of none of them. And he said, once again, the Second Amendment is being treated as a second-class right. Because if it was the First Amendment that was being infringed upon or the Fourth Amendment, you know, if people were just kicking in your door and saying, hey, let's see what you got. Bust out your stuff. I want to see and make sure you lawfully and legally own what you have. Uh, with no search warrant, with no probable cause, with no uh, evidence, you know, there'd be a revolution. But because the majority of Americans don't own guns, then, you know, they don't think about them on a day-to-day basis. And, you know, but more and more are owning guns. There's 8 to 9 million new gun owners just since last year. So, that's a lot more people. Maybe there's 90 or 100 million gun owners in America now. Depends what statistics you look at. So let's be inclusive. The Second Amendment is very much for everybody. And I'm hoping that people will start to open up their circles or their spheres of, you know, groups of people that they're willing to talk guns with. And yeah, you might not all agree on all the issues. That's what makes America great, Right. Uh, it's called free speech. It's called freedom of choice, and uh, you can you can really uh, talk to one another about it. And one thing, if if guns unites us across a bunch of party lines and a bunch of uh, politic you know political lines, then I'm all in favor of it. You know, I'm like, hey, this is great. Let's enlarge the tent, get more people in it, and produce more responsible gun owners. So. Bob's commenting that SCOTUS was a major disappointment. And, uh, yeah, I couldn't agree more, Bob. That is definitely a sad story of what happened last year. So let's see it. uh, Hopefully have the light of day as more people hold their own politicians accountable at the ballot box. And send them home for being anti-American because that's what they are. If they don't believe in your inherent right to possess and own guns then they don't deserve to be your representative down in washington or at the state house because they are against the constitution and they're going to raise their hand and say they're there to faithfully execute the duties you know blah 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 you know the thing (laughs) and uh if they don't do that then they don't deserve our vote and they shouldn't be there so well once again another week has flown by And I really appreciate you guys tuning in. And I appreciate you guys uh, jumping on the chat and getting to some of your questions. We'll keep doing it. Keep tuning in. We'll be back again next week uh, with a very special guest. So check it out. Um, And we'll talk soon. I appreciate you guys. You're listening to Rapid Fire. I'm Toby Leary. And don't forget to check the website. All those classes and new guns and all that good stuff. So check us out next time. All right. God bless and have a great day.